Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Celestian and their brand new Ruby Alnico guitar speaker. Purpose-built to create rich, beautiful vintage tones the Ruby oozes a richly musical warmth with mellow highs and a smooth sophisticated mid-range that always seems to sound just right the classic alnico speaker shape and lush deep red color ensures ruby really looks the part in your cab and guarantees that no one could possibly mistake this remarkable new guitar speaker's family history Check out Celestian's new Ruby at retailers including Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Ebeloud in Spain, plus Gear for Music, Toman and The Back Shop. And in the USA, you can buy through retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friends, AMS, Pass Express, Loudspeakers Plus, and of course Amazon. And for more details, check out Celestian.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's spookiest guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week for our Halloween special by the blood-curdling Jay Cross, uh, the freaky-deaky Mark Packham, Star Trek nemesis, and the murdery Matt Knight. The ghost with the most, baby. Yes, there you are. Wonderful. Is this coming out on Halloween? It's the day before Halloween, I think. So oh, I thought, all you Hallow's know, Eve Eve. Ha- yeah, Halloween's Eve Eve. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Woo. So we're going to I remember keep... Halloween. Dickheads. Exa- hey, brothers. I don't know what that is. No, no one does. Halloween. So we're, we're going to, in, in because it's Halloween, we're going to keep this episode extra cre- creepy and freaky. And it's, they're always freaky. I, I've even done a new a jingle at the start that was all like spooky music. Okay. And yeah, there's going to be spooky sounds throughout. I love that you've just sprung this on us and there's literally nothing in the rest of the podcast about Halloween. Well, don't you remember last week I said we were going to do a Halloween special where we talk about... Why didn't you put like, that in the running order then? I immediately and intentionally forget everything yeah. you say. Right. I, I have men in black myself before <laughs> I leave this room. <laughs> You do what? Uh, do you know the old... <laughs> oh, bro- right. I see. Yes. Yeah. So, I understand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, exactly. But yes, I, I was going to... Last week, I was like, oh, we're going to do Sugar. a Halloween special. Sugar with water. And water. 
<laughs> he was the best villain ever. Yeah, and I was really great. into that guy. He was cool. Um, but yeah, the I, I was going to do. Uh, I thought we'll do a Halloween special. We're going to talk about like weird, creepy, pointy, blood splattered guitars. You I was like, put any of that in the run. I was order. like, we could talk about the Steve Vai DNA because that guitar actually had blood in it, real blood on it. Steve yeah. Vai's actual well, blood in the paint. Yeah. In the paint, and there was um, Joey Jordison drumsticks. That had, really? Yeah, yeah. There were the Joey Jordison blood jum drumsticks. Blood jum drum. <laughs> How did they get the blood on them? Um, just hit him in the face repeatedly with drumsticks. Yes, wonderful. Yeah, you know. So maybe, maybe we can. Maybe we'll talk about it. I thought it was best to be organic by leaving it all. Out what, of the what, running see, the, order. Thing, the thing, the issue with that is that's what the rest of us like to do, and you're like, no, we can't go off. Sc- I wrote a script for you. Look, why haven't you read the script? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the real reason was I also realised that it's the first podcast after the London International Guitar Show, and we all saw so much cool stuff there that I thought it would be better if we actually just talked about all that cool yeah, stuff rather than us, to talk about rather than us trying to remember guitars that we don't like. But we will talk about some. But if you'd guitars. put it in the Patreon, we could have done Halloween special Patreon. Well, we that's could have what we are doing. Pointy guitars and that. Well, what research have you done? Nothing. Yeah, loads. I like to think. I'm looking at the a reason document. we've got so many Patreon backers is because this podcast is so well researched, hmm. and that's what they paid for. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. Anyway, um, it's also because it's like you know the end of October as it's Halloween. It is the end of our little giveaway month that we've done. Last week we were we we uh, were giving away two pink luggage couch. Uh, guitar straps. That's what they're called, pink luggage. Yeah, I know. I just completely forgot they were called that. Yeah, they're cool. They're awesome. They're really nice, those straps. They're actually lovely, aren't they? I mean, listener, you would have heard Mark Mark (laughs) flexing them on last week's episode. They really, they flexed well. They did make a good noise, I thought. Um, Squeaky. But anyway, we do have to choose. People, People have entered on the Facebook group, so we have to choose the winner for that. And also, when you say choose the winner, you mean yeah. spin the We've clicky got, wheel. We're going to spin the clicky wheel. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we are also um, we're, we're going to do another giveaway after that. But I guess... Uh, first of all, we should uh, we should spin this uh, spin this clicky wheel. I hate the wheel. So I've I entered- like the wheel. Yeah. Where the wheel on the PC keeps on turning. So I've entered all the names. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Uh, what are these songs? That was uh, ch- uh, cheap trick. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Is everyone ready? In the sky. Everyone's ready to win two top pink. Gun. Straps. Oh, here we go. Sounds That's like your wheel. computer's breaking. No, it is the wheel. It is spinning. It is spinning. You've got to write this down, remember, Mark? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Keith Atkin. A I T K E N. Keith Atkin. Well done, Keith. You have, uh, you've won yourself a wonderful pink strap. We need one more. Victoria's winner, so I'm going to spin this wheel again immediately. Are you ready? Well, you, the wheel's be. going, yeah, yeah. You've got no choice. You're listening to this. Here we are. Who's going to be the last winner of the thing? It is Dave Lee. Dave Travis. Lee. Yes, exactly. Dave Lee. Well done. Well done, you two. You've, uh, you've won yourself uh, a rather oh, wonderful pink luggage strap. Anyway, there's one other, there was one other giveaway that we have to, that we have to do um, because it's the final October giveaway. Uh, we're going to be giving away an incredible Celestian Neo 250 Copperback 12-inch guitar speaker, um, which, Matt, you've actually had the chance to pop in one of your cabinets. Oh, so we're giving away a second-hand Celestian no, no, no. Copperback. We got, 
They they sent me one. Yeah, separately. Um, they sent oh, me a couple. Actually, we've got a they giveaway sent... one, and Matt's also oh, fa- been... favoritism. Is it? Well, you well know. I mean, since I'm the only one who would actually bother putting it in anything, what are you talking about? Um, I might put it in my spare room upstairs. Yeah, in a box. <laughs> what? In a, yeah, in, in with a box. the rest of my gear. Could put it in would, that, um, would it fit that in a, cab you've got. You know. Would it fit in a Boskatana? Because that's probably the only amp I'm going to buy for the well, next five, ten years. Um, what amp do you even have at the Boss moment? Boskatana 50. Oh, you do have yeah, the Katana yeah. 50, well, that, yeah. They actually sent us two speakers, and one we haven't tried yet, which I need to put in a Katana, probably yours, Mark. Um, yes. When we do gear Thanks. of the year. Well, we could do Joe's. Um, we did suggest last time. Was we, they actually did send us the FX1200, which is their full-range guitar speaker. Um, designed for modelers, so designed for guitar cabs that you plug a modeler into, or things like um, katanas, for example. Um, so we have got that to try out, but they also sent us the Neo 250 Copperback, which was the speaker we saw at NAM 2018. Um, so yeah, last year's last year's NAM, yeah, last year's NAM. Um, Why is was... it? What was 250? Why, why 250? Because it's 250 watts. What? What? <laughs> yeah, um, watts. Watts. Yeah, watts. So you um, could... You basic, could... Wow. That's basically, lot, this is their take on the kind of really famous EV speakers. Um, they still make them now, but they were kind of quite a big deal in the sort of 80s and 90s. They're effectively really, really powerful, high headroom speakers that um, don't necessarily color your sound very much i guess is the is the kind of idea here um but also for amps that have you know that like 100 watts designed for things that take you know pedals really really well um so this is the take on that where the i've actually got an ev which is part of the reason i want them to send me one because i wanted to a b the two um, what have you got EV, your ev in i've got well i've got two matching one by 12s oh so i put the 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 Celestian in one, I've got the EV in the other. Yes. Um, and the EV is obviously like a really big, bulky speaker. It weighs about four, like 10, 12 pounds. It's insanely heavy because it's 200 watts, got a massive magnet on it. Um, so this is the first advantage of the Neo Copperback is it's like uh, five pounds. It basically oh, yeah. weighs absolutely nothing. Oh, I thought they'd sent me an empty box. When, yeah, uh, well, that's what I thought. When I, really picked up, so I picked up two speaker boxes. I'm like, one's like incredibly light, and one actually weighs like a normal weight. Um, obviously, that's the kind of advantage of going for a, for a neodymium magnet. Um, but the advantage here is that basically, completely neutral mids, quite a boomy bottom end, and then really kind of clear um, top end. So if you're using a really clean amp, the idea is that then you can use the speaker to give you. A completely clear sound if you're using a lot of effects, which is obviously what I do. Um, and I've got to say, like instantly compared to the EV, I thought it was a much better speaker. It's got much more bottom end. Um, it's a lot clearer in terms of using it with the Morgan, which is like a Fender type amp. Um, this was this was great um, for pedals. You know, just all the clean headroom, none of the weight added into the cab. Obviously, it's already a solid. Um, wood cab so adding another like 10 12 pounds in terms of a speaker so just adding a neodymium speaker in there makes all the difference um but yeah an absolutely killer sound so i want to get a matching one for the other 112 because it, it i think it sounds way better than the other ev well maybe you could be the winner of uh of the next giveaway and that can way I be? you will can he be the winner well no he no, can't because no. 
This is only for Patreon backers. That's why I'm a Patreon ba- Patreon backer. Have you not cancelled it? No, because, I keep forgetting. Because I have just dropped all the active Patreon <laughs> names in it. So in that case, there is really uh, there is a one in two hundred and sixty-seven chance I that, like those uh, odds. that that you're uh, that you're going to win oh, this. Are we drawing this now? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do people know about this giveaway? Already? Yeah, I've uh, I've I've shared it in the group and across all of our social oh, right, media okay, a number of times uh, in the week leading up to. Oh, this crikey, this is I also spoke right about now. this on last week's podcast and told you I was doing this. I just yeah, don't, you just I got to remember Men in Black thing. What noise does it make, the Men in Black thing? It doesn't it just go like, wicker, wicker, wild, wild, west. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing. That's, yeah. exactly. that's the theme tune from Men in Black, yeah, the yeah. Wild, Wild West official soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so yes, what we've said we're going to do is we're going to select a winner from our, our complete three-tiered list of patrons and or Patreon supporters. Uh, we've thrown every name in from the dollar tier uh, right up to the $10 tier into our digital hat. i tell you what, if we were uh, like really unscrupulous mm. people, what we would just would... remove all the dollars and fives. No, just... no, no. The opposite. Oh, right. What we would have done is we would have entered people in based on the number of dollars that they contribute. So if you put yeah. $10 in, you get 10 names, 10 names in the hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yeah, as yeah. A, it, but we didn't do that. No, so. no, no. Just so everyone, everyone's still got the same have chance. A, I still have a 1 in 200 and mm, pretty good. something chance of winning. It's pretty good. Oh, Also, 267 patrons. How many of them have failed to put their surname in the surname box on Patreon? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, honestly, it was, it was probably half my day today. No, they haven't checking failed. Checking emails against They haven't names. failed. They just don't want... they. Want to keep the you privacy? To know. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Privacy. Yes, fine. Right. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna spin this wheel, and we're gonna see who, oh, the who wheel we're. In yeah. the PC Here we are. You've done it. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. We're going. Oh, oh, oh that God. noise! I hate it. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> hey. Phil Boyd. Well done, Phil Boyd. Good you have won yourself a Celestian Neo 250 copperback. Um, Absolutely yes. cracking speaker. Do yeah, we know? Absolutely. Do we know? That's the best prize, yeah. Do we know where Phil Boyd lives? Because um, I'm not. Oh, like, should I, should we're not I announce sh- it? We're not, yeah. Have you got? Have you got? Have you yeah. got their home address? Yeah, yeah. Home address. address. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just. I'm not shipping this to like the moon or anything. Oh, uh, you know, it's this. It's at my house. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> we know where it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Talk about where it's saying. being shipped yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, hopefully not on the moon. It okay. sounds, it sounds, it sounds like a local name, doesn't it, Phil Boyd? Well, it doesn't sound like like a moon name. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound very. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, what what sort of what sort of what? M- sound is a moon well, name? I, d- I don't know. I imagine it's going to be some sort of Dave like Gilmore, Philangela Falulibops. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that okay. sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah, potentially. But no, I think, you know, think I know someone I know someone whose surname is Boyd. Do they, do they ever go to the moon in Star Trek? Uh, I don't know. I think it's mentioned. I, don't, I can't That's think. That's weird, isn't it? Because you would think. Well, the, the thing is, I guess, I guess the thing is, though, is when you're kind of creating a world where, you know, travel through space and time. I don't want to do the bits that you've already seen. Well, I mean, it's just a little bit unimaginative, isn't it? It's not, to, it's not very like ambitious. Ride your seven, the sex planet, or yeah. they can go to the moon and do nothing. <laughs> they can go to the dark side play of the moon. Bit, play a bit where, of golf. Where you know there's no atmosphere and it's cold and it's dark. So, like, what are you going to do? 
I'm saying moon before sex planet. Right, okay. Well, really? you know, you except do it after that round. I'd say mooning on the sex planet. That's right, my okay. This is This is going down a whole, whole new avenue. Anyway, so this weekend we went to the London International Guitar Show and we got to walk around and see some uh, see some cool stuff. I got less less time, I guess. Than, Few, fewer. Than most. Fewer times than, than most. To, I did to basically walk no walking around. I know you were really busy, but I also had a booth to man. Yes, you were. You were manning the reverb stand. Yeah. Um, I was manning the, the Harlequin stand. Stand. But uh, but you know the rest of you, Jay, Jay and Matt, you guys got to walk yes. around a fair bit. We should talk about some. I mean, of our you, you can't believe you just cussed Matty out like that. What, mate? I sold fifty percent of the uh, guitars on that stand yesterday. What, two um, and a half? So, two, two and a half, half guitars. Well, yeah, one yeah. was a mini Strat. So oh yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, two and a half. <laughs> um, I I had a great day. What I did was uh, drove. Uh, drove you up there because you're, you're a child who can't drive. Everyone yeah. who I, and I I made a point to mention it to everyone basically that i'm the only one out of the four of us that can drive uh-huh. and everyone else who was there was just like how have they got to the age of 39 or however mm. they that's yeah, you know how old they assumed everyone was um how have they got to that age without being able to drive and i was like yeah, i know i know what can i tell you but okay on my road on my road there's like 160 flats or something yeah there's 10 parking spaces it's more that's, than 10 there's not i've got that's why i've never learned well to drive. i live in a house and i have three parking spaces <laughs> and a garage so uh, <laughs> i have absolutely um, no but issues. yeah basically what i did was i i helped you out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. I drove you up there. And then uh, I uh, went and got coffee. It was great. Yeah. So what what cool things did you see? Let's talk about everyone's favourite bits and bobs. Well, the uh, thing that surprised me the most was I actually was able to get a vegan burger. I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you, we, 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 well, I, was, I was very impressed with that. It you was, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, really good. Never, never had that there before. It's no, no, no. no. It, was, it was really nice. Um, yes, I had a very good time walking around. I, the thing that kind of really surprised me and I, I don't know that it should surprise me necessarily because we do go to a lot of these shows but like vintage guitars yeah are very expensive so you're talking about atb guitars who were who no, were no, no. no 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 because it's not just it's not there was no one dealer in particular right. like any stand that had vintage guitars they were all really yeah, really yeah, expensive and it's even even stuff that you maybe wouldn't necessarily consider vintage, like kind of late seventies, early eighties stuff, has really? got to the point now where it's it's just really expensive. Well, yeah. I think the actually, I think the interesting thing is if you look over the course of the last three years, actually, I think the prices have come down considerably. Really? Yeah, but what's gone up is the stuff that wasn't popular, but is now popular because the other stuff became too expensive yeah what you're saying is like the, the price of like a down. what you what you're saying mate is like the price of like a 65 strat has come down but the price of a 79 strat has gone up yeah which was it which was the funny thing about the um the guitars obviously on the harlequin stand was that you could get these amazing grecos from the 70s we had what um a spacey sound 78 telly yeah kind of guitar where thin there line was a, telecaster style thin line but, yeah. telly where there was a, a, a same year one from another stand that was like 10 times the price well actually that that's like that that spacey crazy. sounds in particular is you know we had it for like 450 pounds and that's all those those old grecos go for you're talking about a 70s greco made in yeah. the same factory that yeah that less than a decade later fender were making fender japan out of which is is 
quite generally regarded to be you know um, an absolute golden era offender yeah it's, it's kind of widely acknowledged now that the bubble did really burst on the second hand market um not so long ago because stuff just reached Peak. silly prices well i mean you but know, that's like 30 but... 40 50 000 for like a 60 strat and you're just like yeah not, i mean that's yeah that's money. obviously crazy and that's so far out of our kind of out of our reach and will never really be in our reach but even guitars that only you know kind of five or ten years ago i had vague aspirations of owning one day like a like a late 50s or an early 60s les paul jr you know they were a lot of money you know you, know, you were looking at kind of four or five well, grand I mean, a couple AT, of years ago atb had uh, a 1954 les paul jr in sunburst for uh five seven five, oh that's not too bad that's not too bad really good. they had a 58 TV yellow Les Paul Jr. special. The, yeah, they had a couple of those actually. They had a, they had a double cut which just looked absolutely. Oh, these were incredible. all the all the single cuts. They had three, all fifty eights, and uh, they were uh, they were eight, nine, and twelve grand. Just... Uh, condition dependent. Yeah, of course. Which, is, yeah. which I do think is a lot. I mean, I think that that um, that ATB stand is fantastic, and atbguitars.com listeners, if you've never checked it out, is a, a, such a fantastic source of like cool old guitars. Even if you're not buying them, they have wonderful galleries of stuff that you just don't see. And I think one of the coolest things we all saw was the uh, 1964 uh, Cardinal Red Gibson Firebird. Yeah, the Firebird. Yeah, yeah. The Firebird looks amazing with the with the the vibrato system on it and and that was uh what was that like that was 28 20, i think 27 and a half yeah, yeah. thousand they, pounds and we're talking in pounds here as well yeah yeah there, uh, there was actually a, there's no difference anymore there was a the pound and the dollar is there there was an article in one of the guitar magazines uh one i think it was the october edition of, of i can't remember which one but uh they had a they had a a, a bit on um, on ATB guitars, and they because right. they've got a couple of very early strats. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think there was a fifty-four and a and a fifty-six, maybe. I think wow. it was, and they, you know, the the they photographed them fantastically, and it was it was a really nice piece of journalism about it actually. That's cool. But um, but yeah, it's, it seems like a really cool shop. I've never been there. I don't know where it is. I think I assume it's, it's London. Appointment only. I think. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Right. Okay. The um the the stand there were two stands that got me. Um, and I'll I'll talk about some like private collectors, and you guys can talk about brands because I didn't get a chance to check out any of the brand stuff. Um, but two stalls that got me. First off. On the top floor, I didn't catch the guy's name, but he had like loads of 60 stuff, like 335s, three, three yeah. all this sort of stuff. And I sort of said, Oh, you know, do you, you know, do you sell the stuff? And, you know, what, there's no prices on anything. He went, No, I just, I just bring it to shows. Is that the, uh, the gear garage? No, no, no. On no, the ground no, floor, no, Ben no. from the gear garage. No, 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 I think it's Ben. No, top floor or the, you know, the floor with the, right. the other floor that wasn't the ground floor. Um, yeah, it was just an older chap. And he, yeah, he basically just takes the stuff to shows. People can look at it, but it's his private collection. I think that's that's stuff. actually what Gear Garage do as well. Bring some lovely stuff. They had a gorgeous. I, I put a picture up of it actually on the on the Guitarners Facebook group. They had like a a cherry uh, double cut Melody Maker. Oh right, pickup. okay, fine, absolutely lovely. The other stand that I really liked uh, was a guy called Barry. Um, oh, yes, and, yes, uh, I saw Barry's guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful, one like a, just a wonderful name. I, if I was going to say if I one day own a guitar shop, but I guess I knew. You I, do yeah, now, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have called it Barry's Guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have called it Barry's Guitars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, speaking to uh, speaking to Barry, and um, he had loads and loads of really cool, like, hollow body, vintage hollow bodies. Right. Now, Things I like can get K, K's, Hoffner, 
um what else did he have some a lot of those like um uh the uh the sort of f hole arch arch tops without pickups and things like yeah, that. yeah yeah that kind of thing um and all his prices prices were super reasonable right. um like super affordable like a lot of his 60 stuff was under 500 quid um and you know those guitars aren't like the best performing guitars in the world, but they're very cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he had a whole bunch of them. I forget what the model is now. The I need to just do a bit of research and find out the ones that he had in the stand. But well, let's 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 uh, let's do a. I guess before we sort of talk about brands and things like that, as far as vintage guitars go, because this this is such a wonderful show for vintage gear. Yeah. Um, what was everyone's favourite vintage piece that they that they saw? If you can if you can pick one. Honestly, the stuff on Barry's stand. Um, so things like he had a Harmony Stratotone. Um, he also had a... Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, I forget what they're called. There's one particular, like, Harmony single cut that I think he had a couple of them. Um, and I'm just doing a quick bit of research now. I can't find it anyway, but it was, like, 495 quid, and that was, like, a really, really cool guitar. Right. Um, it might even been a K. I'm just going to quickly... Google it, man. Googling on the, in the on a gear podcast. garage, there was a lovely uh, Les Paul recording. I know they're not that uncommon, but yeah, but I, I really love those guitars. I think they look fantastic. K Speed Demon is what I was thinking of, oh, really? which is okay. a um, kind of like a, it looks like a long Les Paul, but it's a hollow body. Right, it's kind of like um, like I a, know exactly what you mean. What's the guitar that you've got? Yes. Two seven five. Uh, I've got 175. 175, but it's like slim. Yes, it's slimmer and longer. I, yeah. know, I know the guitar you mean. Yeah, yeah. And they um, that was the one that I think he had at put like 495 quid. Oh, and, um, oh, why didn't I see that? I, I could have bought that. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's I'm really angry. Oh, because I sort of really the, angry. Do, do you know, I only walked around for a little bit, but but in the time that I walked around, I was like, there's such lovely stuff here. But I think I even said it to you guys. I was like, but I think have, doing these Japanese guitars has kind of ruined guitar for me a bit because now i'm like i've seen how good they are yeah it's made me not want to spend two three four grand on a on an old vintage american thing but if i'd have found like something cool for sort of four or five hundred pounds i think i'd have probably bought it i'll tell you what as well one of the ones that i really liked was something on your stand actually oh, really? the um the greco um or maybe it was a greco the hollow body a body telly that you've got the um yeah, that's the that's the one that me and Matt just spoke yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, the spacey that, sounds. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, really nice. And again, not much money. Four hundred quid or something. Yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah, four hundred, four hundred and fifty pounds. Something. You didn't like sell that. that one, did you? We didn't sell that no, one. No, no, no. You still had that one. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't particularly listening to you when you were talking about <laughs> that's it. Totally fine. Um, it's it's a really lovely guitar. But you're absolutely right. Like, what a fantastic yeah. sort of super budget. Um, and it actually has uh, it has an old Fender humbucker retrofitted into the right. bridge as well. So but yeah, so. I mean, that's going to cost you the same as you know if you pick up a. I don't know, a used Mexican telly or well, something exactly. like that. It's about the same money. And for something made in 1978. Yeah, 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 really nice. So those are my two favourite bits. It, pretty much everything on, on Barry's stand. Yeah. He also had some of those um, single neck pickup Gretches that are like slightly slimmer body. They're not like an anniversary because anniversaries are full depth. Right. I forget what the model's called, but they're like a slightly like um, shallower body, single neck pickup. Just great looking guitars and not a lot of money. There was like 60s guitars and they were yeah. like 1099, right. something like that. Like not a lot of money at all for, a, you know, American built 60s guitar. Super cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Loved it. One of the other cool kind of vintage things that was on that was on the Harlequin stand um, was. Oh, yeah. Was, big big well, enough. No, 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 just just was, was the was the Greco. Early... Sorry, is this, is this a paid advertisement? No, oh, God. It was the Greco early 60s, which is the 
which we had it was a 1977 Greco Stratocaster style guitar. Yeah, they, they called that range the, S the type. early the S type. They called those guitars the early 60s. But as Matt, you noticed that it's it's a single piece body on those old. Uh, uh, I it, I thought it was, and then I had a even closer inspection, and it isn't. Oh, okay. Um, which is a shame because it's it's, it, but that it's, I I think it just shows how well built they are and how well matched they are. Um, because you can get you know some, and it's pretty glaring. Obviously, it's two, three, four, or more bits. Yeah. Um, and I think it's either a two or a three bits. I could definitely see one join. Basically, I was talking to old regular customer from when i used to work at gack who happens to be a carpenter and was just like i can spot a wood joint anywhere basically so he kind of had a look at it and pointed one out uh. but it's pretty well concealed but it shows that they've actually matched it properly rather than tried to just jam three bits of wood together yeah sure absolutely um i, I think my my favorite vintage uh guitar that i saw again like was on the atb stand the atb stand was massive but they had a they had a, a proper 1956 um Gibson Les Paul custom with the uh with the proper single coil in the neck. Yep. Um and the P90 in the bridge. Absolutely, absolutely lovely. Wait, what do you mean single coil in the neck? The uh the single coil pickup that they made for the neck with the with the little square dotted pole pieces, and then you get the P90 in the bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, they sorry, yeah, I know what you mean. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like a an, it was supposed to be a loud, really overwound single coil yeah. in the uh, in the neck and then yeah, the P ninety in the bridge. Lovely. Twenty four thousand. That's a lot of money. I was like I saw it and I was like I'm gonna ask to play it. I'm gonna ask to play it because uh, I've never I've never held one. And then I saw and the price went, tag and no, I was like No, no, no. Well, I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask because it was just I was like, nah, I'm I'm not getting myself into a position where I could drop this. Yes. <laughs> That's um, always my thing, is like even if they say like, oh play, you know, ask for a demo and you know, you can you can try anything, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to because no. like, if I drop it and then I'll well, feel so bad. I mean I did that when when we were at NAM. La- Summerham, I think you it dropped was. something. I didn't drop something, but I picked up a guitar at the Martin booth ridiculously without really like. I just saw a guitar. I was like, "Wow, that looks amazing! Look at that!" Picked it up, and you know, brown guitars. I'm kind of neither here nor there about generally, but that one looks amazing. We picked it up, and me and Danny G had a little strum of it, uh, and then uh, realised that it was a quarter of a million dollars, oh. and uh, <laughs> it was it was Brazilian rosewood. <laughs> it was like, oh shoot, okay, and what one of the People from Martin came over and very calmly just said, oh, sorry, guys, I just need to borrow that if that's all right. Like expertly diffused <laughs> yeah, the situation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just like such wow. a wally. Such sorry, a guys, wally. I need wow. to borrow that because the Queen needs a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, we, we did have a situation on the Harlequin stand because we, we had the, the D45, the, the Martin D45, which is a six and a half thousand pound shellfish laden acoustic. Oh, yeah. Did you have that with and, you? Uh, yeah, yeah, we had that. Oh, I didn't realise that. that. Yeah, okay. yeah, we had that on display, but but some fella uh, was having a go on it, picked it up, and uh, he, 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 was, he was a little crazy, and he was, like, spinning it. He was like what? spinning it. Yeah, he was spinning it, like doing tricks. Like, you know when you, like, spin a, a guitar? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean, like, you know, like, when you spin? Like, spinning it. Like, go, like looking at it, spinning it round in his hands, 
you know, it's, I mean, Jay, it's a podcast. You, I'm you trying to keep it audio. You were the absolute classic for pretending to drop a guitar literally every time you would pick it up. If it is oh, was he doing that? Was he like pretending to <laughs> no, drop it? No, he was I just think. sort of, I think he was just being flashy, but, uh, I, but you know, it was, it was fine. He, he played the guitar terribly, actually. And then, uh, and oh, then, and come put it back. on. No, no, it was really, really, come really bad on. Play. Anyway, after he put it There's back. There's no judging here. I'm not letting you get away with that. There's put, no judging here. Right, whatever, whatever. I, I don't care how, how people play. This, it wasn't playing. It wasn't playing. As in, I'm not. Saying he was trying no, to strum I'm a not c- no 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 let that. me finish. I'm not saying he was trying to strum a C. I'm saying he was just playing random notes in a random order, like mate, someone you're who was polymath. To- you just didn't understand <laughs> it, mate. But yeah, it was you just anyway, didn't get it. Anyway, that's not the moral of the story. Time, so it was the, a time signature that not even you could understand. The moral of the story is that after he'd finished, the guy from uh, from Flame Guitars and the fellow at the Shergold stand both came up to me and they were like. We were all just uh, just watching your face during uh, during that that little situation there because uh, that was uh, that was close. Um, so back on back on track. Uh, over at one of the, if if you don't mind me moving no, away yeah, from absolutely. talking, if you don't mind, uh, you know, I know this is the Harlequin Guitar Podcast, but if you don't mind me <laughs> talking about someone else, I would love someone other than me to talk about guitars on that po- on this podcast. That would be fantastic. I just talked about some guitars. So uh, guitars boring. So round the corner from uh, your booth, there was the Nottingham City Guitars booth, which I I, I think they are mainly a luthier who also sort of sells a bit of. Stuff here and there. I mean, looking at the website, um, there is a big sticker on the front of the website that says we are closed until the 14th of November. Uh, so I guess... It takes a out, long time to get back from the show. To, yeah, yeah, he walked. <laughs> yeah. Walking up the King's Road. Um, but one of the guitars that they had was a something that I'd never seen before, actually, which was a 1979 Kramer 250G. Wait, I don't even know what that is. No, I'd, I'd never heard of it. So basically what it is, is it's, it's kind of a... It's a double cut, m- more like a... Uh, kind of a Les Paul Jr. style than an SG style. Actually, it looks almost like the... Um, uh, oh, crikey, what's the... Um, it looks like an uh, like Ibanez musician, I no, think. No, what's the um, the maple... Oh, um, I know what this is. What's the Gibson maple guitar? Oh, the LS. Yeah, the LS, the, the L6S. You know, it, that... looks, it, more, it looks more like an Epiphone Wiltshire to me. No, because it's more rounded than that. But anyway, the thing that you're not seeing, especially Mark, I can see from the picture that you're looking at, is uh, it is a aluminium neck. Yeah, yeah. Aluminium neck that so goes up to the two prongs. It looked absolutely fantastic. So basically, yeah, natural uh, natural finish, uh, kind of Les Paul double cut style almost. Two like very strange humbuckers, I, I uh, like mini humbuckers maybe that I'd not rec- that I didn't recognise. And uh, and yeah, aluminium neck. That's not, a, that sounds nine hundred cool. fi- really? and forty oh. quid. Seemed really reasonable. Gems? Why didn't people tell me about these wonderful gems it on seemed, the day? Yeah, it seemed really reasonable. It looked fantastic. I mean, it. it I didn't get a chance to pick it up. I I just don't really like doing it at these sorts of shows, just because yeah. there's, there's so much going on. And the thing is, is that it's especially at a show like this, there are people who want to actually buy stuff and. By going, I'm just getting in people's way essentially because I wasn't going to buy the guitar. So yeah, sure. just going up and look at, and also you know I can barely string two chords together. So you know I I, I wouldn't want on the Nottingham City Guitars podcast for this guy to be like, oh yeah. Well, so basically this fellow was trying this 1979. I'm sure they wouldn't do that. They're probably above that. I'd that's imagine. true. That's true. Yeah, they're the probably much nicer. I'm, I'm not. I, w- I wouldn't criticize anyone's guitar playing. This guy wasn't a guitarist. That's what I'm saying. He he, he mate. It's not he, for you he, to he judge. No 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 no. You're yeah. not getting it. I'm not saying he was playing badly. I'm saying he he wasn't playing i'm saying it was bass player i I mean 
no, when normal people hear polymath, that's what they think. Right. They're right, like, fine. did this band fall down the stairs with the yeah, uh, someone with the recorder a on? down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Knight, let's uh, let's talk about some of your favourite bits and bobs. I um I I liked going back to Jodo guitars, um, and I just went on the website to have a look at the new one they built, and the leading He's... quote is just absolute guitar art perfection. Matt Knight, guitar nerds. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that the leather clad single cut? Uh, yes. Sorry, like to point something out. Yeah, pleather. Oh, it's pleather. Yes, yes. Uh, which unfortunately isn't on his website at the moment. Um, That's a shame. But that was wicked. It was a Les Paul Junior covered in uh, in pleather, um, pleasing where, leather, where all the um, the neck had had like it had like you know its whole custom story um, and everything. I put a picture uh, of of that on the uh, on the Guitarner's Facebook group with a link through to his website as well. But um, I just also went on his reverb store and he sells custom um, kind of, you know, the poker chip for Les Pauls um, that obviously he uses on some of his custom guitars. So one says lift off, one says standing by, one says rock, one says roll, uh, <laughs> blah, blah, and one says la, la, la. So um, nice. I thought that's very cool. But yeah, so it's just good to see a couple of the new ones that you got on there. Unfortunately, my favorite one, the... Um, wall of death which was the single humbucker hardtail strat type guitar owned by um burt stewart um on this one was was gone unfortunately but yeah he had some he had some cool stuff on there i really like i wish i could remember the backstory of the of the les paul jr was on there but oh yeah it's not on his uh actually is it not on the home page ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Is it on here? Oh, no, wait. I found it. It's not on the homepage. Um, it is called the oh, Elves Musical Baseball Bat, I think, potentially, was the one. Yeah, Les Paul Jr., one-piece mahogany, back and neck, with pleather-bound body, custom patches, badges, with added mileage, wrecked nitro-aged finish on the neck, uh, some kind of nut, uh, I like that, Gibson P90, Goto Bridge tuners, and 
yeah comes in a hard case comes with yeah a cut he was saying that he had to get a, uh, like a seamstress to like custom design the entire wow kit of the guitar and everything um and i think it has earl's baseball bat along the back of the neck yeah it does yeah i saw that um they're just awesome guitars i just think they're like they're just great show pieces um if anything you know so i think he puts a lot of work and a lot of i mean his main job is a script writer so he's sort of got that touch when it comes to creating a little bit of a backstory but they're just great guitars they're just loads of fun i'm uh, i'm reading the uh, the backstory on the monster which was his other new guitar at the show um which is so it's it's the first one that's got like two dates on it because he dates everything so for example like the uh earl's musical baseball bat i think has a date of 1978 as like when the guitar according to the backstory when the guitar would have been made so the monster is 1989 slash 1957 this is how he describes it. Travis Bird Jr., lead guitarist with heavy metal band Heavy Mental, snapped the neck clean off his beloved Gibson Les Paul while playing at Rowdy's Rock House in small town Dallas, 1989. In need of a hasty replacement, Travis took, without asking, his father's beloved 57 gold top and performed a transplant worthy of Dr. Frankenstein. The guitar has since remained intact to this day, the father-son relationship less so. <laughs> so basically, in fact, what this guitar is, this is a, it's a, a body of a 2006 Gibson Les Paul so this isn't like um, uh, I because I, all the other bodies I think uh, the, they uh, Jodi make um, right. and this is actually yeah just a 2016 Gibson Les Paul standard body but there's a, a faux transplanted gold top neck so it's a sunburst uh, Les Paul um, that's been relict and aged and stuff but then yeah it's a gold backed neck on there <laughs> um so it looks amazing and it's kind of got that like white pickups around white pickups like from like you know the kiss kind of ace freely guitars and like that just looks like a cool rock monster and then you get all the cool story with it as well yeah. and yeah. i think even in fact the neck has got a yeah it's got like again on the back of the neck it's got terry bird and the pocket rocket on the back which it is the supposed dad's fake band right <laughs> uh and it's like and uh you, yeah you have a look at the uh on the website there's like a picture of an old 50s band or a band clearly in the 50s or early 60s and the guy's playing a gold top les paul and that's the inspiration behind the neck that's been transplanted onto this sunburst body it's fantastic so good so my, good my absolute wonderful. favorite company love it wonderful to give a bit of a story to them now there were a, there were a couple of uh really cool um, sort of new relics, obviously less less creative than Jodo, but you know you, you were getting a, a lot of those uh, new luthier companies ha uh, taking a leaf out of the sort of Fender Custom Shop and and producing their own versions of that. And there were two at this show that that really really caught my eye. One was the um, the Dutch company uh, Panucci Panucci uh, Custom Guitars, um, who were right at the top of the show. Uh, they had they had an absolutely fantastic. Um, double cut melody maker style guitar that they had at the show. I really, really like that. Now, it, you know, especially now I don't have that melody maker anymore, but the, uh, <laughs> um, which was absolutely wonderful. A load of great Les Pauls and a handful of kind of tasteful fenders, a really nice uh, sort of Telecaster style instrument that was there. But they were, did, did anyone else other than me see the Panucci stand? I didn't. Yeah, I oh, yeah go on, Matt. You, sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was literally next to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you mate. Yeah, 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 I mean, Joe literally invited me. Oh to yes, yes, that. I did. I did. Um, and actually, the guitar that I liked most 
um, was actually something that isn't like anything else, which is their OW005, which is their kind of weird double cut sort of offset, sort of PRS type guitar with a telly hardtail and mini humbuckers. Um, and I think the, the thing that kind of attracted me to this was it just wasn't like someone had taken an F-style body or, uh, you know, a Gibson body and just made it into a relic. It so, felt like they actually tried to build something different. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm, I maybe have been, you know, cutting them a little bit short by uh, by just talking about their relics because they do have their own uh, range of body shapes as well. In fact, yeah. their OW005 is the body shape that they use as their kind of uh, um, their flagship piece, which is very much a, a sort of more 50s more um titan style instrument yeah it, and sort of yeah that sort of like almost Don't like Novo guitars. yeah yeah that kind of like modern retro thing i guess you know but it was just it just had a cool design scratch plate i thought the specs were really nice i thought it looked like different enough if you wanted a custom guitar but you didn't have to spend an absolute like fortune you know two and a half thousand euros um, that kind of felt really reasonable for something that was, you know, sort of hand built from the, the ground up, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just nice to see something that wasn't, you know, like a, you know, like a Fender or a, or a Gibson relic, especially if you want to sort of move away from that a little bit. I thought that was quite a cool, cool body shape. And I actually think the double the number 004 005 because i've just seen the 004 is actually the serial number right i see potentially because there's um the ow004 is um the same body shape same finish but with two p90s in it um which i think is very very cool so yeah that could be just a new body shape they're working with um but they seem to have done a lot of 59 style guitars i think was the main thing and their 59 they had on display had very much of that kind of like a really vintage carve on it it was a really deep kind of carve to the top um much more than i think you see on kind of gibsons nowadays as well yeah um, but yeah looking at the back catalog they made some great guitars oh they've made some absolutely um, crackers like re really tasteful relicking obviously it's a custom shop so you can get whatever you want but i guess the bulk of their show peach pieces featured like um you know real sort of uh the, that closet classic style level of lacquer checking relicking which is just so tasteful especially when you're going for traditional finishes there is they essentially did a really good job of at a glance you know, you know, and until you look at the headstock, these looked very, very much like vintage instruments. Um, I'm, I'm just looking at them, and I realise we've talked about them before. Have we? Uh, we talked about them two years ago at the the London Guitar Show. I, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, well, I, I spoke to them this time. They've been there every year. Yeah, since, yeah, yeah. Since the start. Before, I don't think they had any of their own like models. I think they only had kind of Tellys and Les Pauls right. and Les Paul Juniors and stuff. I think just looking at the website, there is a guitar on here which is the OO. Zero one, which oh, is kind wait, of that that has the split pickups like a twelve string. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like a twelve string Fender, and I'm pretty sure that I played that a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I saw what what an absolutely. It's lovely. It's really lovely. It's, it's, so it's a six string, but with that sort of Fender. Yeah, with the, the if you if you kind of thing. imagine the twelve string split coil, uh, single coils, but one it one is turned the other way around. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. So basically, oh, it's staggered so cool. up and then staggered down again. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's really cool, really interesting, really interesting, and a lovely like kind of uh, white, 
translucent finish with a lot of taut on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah they like taut. There seems yeah, to be was, quite it, a lot. Of it was really cool. I, I, yeah, I'm almost 100 percent certain that I tried that a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, yeah, really cool. Yeah, really, that really interesting. Very you as a as a guitar. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, white, very say... white, <laughs> very white and taut. Yeah, I was, um, I was going to say one thing that we should we should mention quickly um, because. It was on display, but I don't think they've made the official announcement yet, but it sounded very good, um, was the Hampstead Tremolo. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, it sounded absolutely amazing. And they said the key to their tremolo is it's a true 100% analog waveform, where a lot of tremolos on the market are analog, but the signal is slightly different because it has to go through something digital for to offer tap tempo but they were like everything is is truly analog and it sounded absolutely amazing and i think in the standard sine wave it's the exact same tremolo circuit as their amplifier and it sounded like just proper vintage trem it just sounded wonderful yeah it it really did sound amazing it sounded really 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 impressive i think i need to learn more about tremolo <laughs> learn more <laughs> yeah stop there <laughs> end of the sentence right fine fine but it just it, it sounds like um i i i understand how uh you know why the difference between an analog and a digital circuit would affect a, a drive for example or a chorus but in in a in a circuit that's that's just uh, that's just reducing volume um i'm not entirely sure how there can be a an, an audible difference volume well, goes up volume goes down yeah it's how it, it's how it handles that though sure it's, it's I, like... I, which no I'm, I'm i'm like i'm not saying oh i don't think it is yeah, it's yeah. Like, i i literally I, I i if i heard it i wouldn't be able to be like oh yeah that sounds analog i wouldn't know sure sure no and i'm sure you can probably do a good uh recreation of an analog trim with digital things now yeah. so which blurs the well which you know muddies the waters even more um but yeah be interesting to hear it yeah, definitely. And and great for sort of Hampstead to be making some more pedals because, of course, their amp- amplifiers have been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And we really liked the uh, the Odyssey, the uh, uh, the drive pedal that they, the multi-stage drive pedal they put out. That was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to check out many pedals. I do I do want to uh, sort of mention, whilst we're on the, whilst we're on the line of talking about um, Panucci guitars, I wanted to talk about Iverson. Which uh, I can find. Is it not Iverson? Iverson, Iverson. Talking, but I couldn't. I couldn't read the uh, the logo. The logo because it's lo- a <laughs> signature, and I was like, I was messaging everyone, and I was like, "Is this Lewison? I can't find Lewison guitars anywhere on the internet, but they were great." And yeah, you pointed out to it's, me that it's it was, an eye. It's an yeah. eye. It's an eye. So these were um, these were across from the booth that I was on, um, and basically couldn't stop looking at them. Oh, they're so pretty good. much. They only from looking at their website and looking at their booth, they only do fifty-seven or fifty-nine double cut or single cut. Yeah, pulls. exactly yeah. that. Juniors. Yeah, it, perfect. Oh yes, exactly <laughs> what you want. So on display at the show, I think they had a. Um, Les Paul Special in Cherry, so a two pickup double cut. And then they had a uh, Sunburst Junior and then I think a White Junior as well. I can't remember. Um, and they look absolutely amazing. They're basically dead on copies. So, well, uh, well, the, the fellow who makes them is, 
Um, he's a, a junior fanatic, obviously. Yeah, but he's owned. No, he hates them. <laughs> he's owned <laughs> loads of uh, loads of juniors, fifty nine, uh, fifty five through to fifty nine, and he said he's used those to sort of painstakingly recreate yeah. the his specific models, and that's essentially what you have available are versions of the guitars that he genuinely owns from that time right. period. So, uh, I mean, a- absolutely wonderful. Like, I, I want to go to a. If I want a junior, what you know? Why not go to a company that literally only makes? Oh yeah, juniors? just do That's, them. Yes, they, they're definitely going to be great, and they looked fantastic. And they're not silly money. So the um, single P ninety um, is so the single cut, or no, basically single cut or double cut with a single P ninety two one nine nine, and then if you want a kind of special, the double P ninety, they're two six nine nine. Right, um, and yeah, they looked. Absolutely amazing. I mean, problematically, you know, <laughs> you can get a new Gibson one for seven nine nine now. But <laughs> well, yeah, but not to this. No, of standard, course, of course. Know? And actually, no, no. I don't think you can. Can you? Um, I was looking. I, at, I, I know, like the SG specials, just the normal American-made production line ones are eleven nine nine, or no, yeah. ten nine nine for a special. I think, and no, for a, for the whatever the single. You, you're right. My, 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 I'm probably outdated on that. I think the last affordable uh, single cut. Junior, I can actually think of was probably the 2015 one. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally, totally. Um, I like this uh, little thing in the spec. Serial number of your choice in genuine 50s font. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So basically, choose whatever you want. You know, if you want your phone number as the serial number, you can do that, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> which is fine until you have to sell it. I actually might want mine to be 01811811. Yeah, I want it to be that. What would that be? Live and kicking. Live and kicking. Number. Oh, that's so Sorry, good. Sorry, I mean to cut across oh. you there, but you, no, you were about to get it wrong. Oh, one eight one eight one one eight one eight one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought that was a nice little uh, little touch. Oh, amazing, Matt Knight. Yes. Talk to me about something else that you were that you were a massive fan of. <laughs> you really dropped me in there. Yeah. Well, I just you know it's it's yeah. I just wanted to I wanted to hear more from your voice. Actually, I I will take this opportunity to just give a, uh, a thanks shout to out. my mum. And yep, uh... thanks, my mum. Um, to uh, Damien, who was actually a customer of mine when I was at GAC and um, left his his job in the city to work in the same industry. And he now distributes um, a couple of different brands, Kurt Mangan Strings, um, which I'm yet to try, but also, also Reunion Blues Gig Bags. Just uh, seeing them actually, everywhere. He's such a yeah. fantastic fella. I mean, he's literally managed to get them everywhere in the in the UK. Like, and every kind of major person on the internet seems to be using these at the moment. But they've actually been making gig bags since 1976. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, so he, I think he's done a great job actually bringing the name out there in the last sort of like 12 months, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm actually, bizarrely enough, although I don't travel around that much, with work now, I'm starting to take um a few more guitars out for when i'm doing um sort of like tr- staff training or things like that so i was like i need so a you can de- do sing songs and things with yeah, the staff. yeah, yeah. come by our come by our you know um youth, youth hostling, youth hostling with, with matt knight <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah so he sorted me out the the double gig bag which is actually really nice because most of the double gig bags on the market are ridiculously massive um and this one actually maintains like a half decent like still portable i'm looking at it now matt and it still looks pretty big No, it honestly (laughs) it didn't so i was with matty when he when he when uh when he got it and were you annoyed that you didn't get given anything 
I wasn't annoyed that I didn't get given anything. What I was annoyed at was that Matt didn't offer me the opportunity to have a look inside his double gig bag, oh, right. so to speak. Knowing how much he's in accessories. Knowing how much I love accessories. I, I thought it was really good. I, I really do struggle to think of brands who've done double gig bags well. Mono? Um, I think there was a mono one, but it was there is about, a mono one, yeah. I think it's about two and a half million pounds. It's, well, this is so the problem with mono. They're the so expensive. Yeah. The, uh, um, because uh, the drummer in my band is it like a, you know, drives people on tour and does stuff like that he sent me a photo of all these like mono double gig bags and things and was like uh you, you know you guys should you, you guys should get yourselves these for for when we fly places because it'll be so much better and i just sent him back a link to the price of them before Mark's on the site now they're actually about the same money so oh, um, okay. the mono classic dual electric guitar case is $329. Okay. The Reunion Blues uh, Continental Voyager double electric guitar case, $349. Right. So okay. that's well, the, the, actually, the one I got was the RBX double electric, which is the more basic one. It's only $189. Oh, wow. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. That I mean, is it, much more it reasonable. Is the, the thing is, I think it's Oh, yeah, just... I see it now. Oh, that looks way slimmer. Yeah. The, sorry, the one that I was looking at looks literally like a suitcase. No, yeah. So that was that's really, really, really nice gig bag. Really, really well made. Hundred and eighty nine ninety five. Yeah, it's good. And that's it's dollars. Good. That seems yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, so uh yeah, really into it. I think it's really cool. And um the other one that they actually make, which I I think is there's the RBX range. I think it's the Oxford. Um it's either the Oxford or it's a different one. Basically, when it was in there, it was like an absolute tank. It's like the most, it's the closest fitting gig bag I've seen, apart from putting a guitar in a Hiscox case. Um, so, yeah, I was super impressed to finally actually uh, see those. And, yeah, I think uh, David's done a fantastic job, managed to get them in the uh, in the hands of every major guitar player on the internet at the moment. So, the, um, the Oxford yeah. looks really good. Yeah, the Oxford looks like uh, oh. it's kind of... Sorry, the slow cooker's finished. You <laughs> Is that what that beeping yeah. was? Beep yeah, yeah. I'll just go. I'll just go and turn it off. Yeah, we, good. We actually oh. ate about two hours ago, but um, it's just finished. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> the okay. um, the Oxford looks really good, Matty. It looks like a. It just looks like you want to climb inside the case and have a snooze. Mm. Looks. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I kind of wanted something. I, I mean, I don't know. He was saying that I wouldn't necessarily fly with the double because it's not as padded yeah. as the other ones. But the other ones, he's like, you could probably fly with those. Um, and a couple of the people that he, um, artists that he has with those bags do do that. Do um, do. Do do. Um, so yeah, all in all, really good bags. And I just see they make pedalboard cases as well. which is Ooh. They do loads of stuff. Just looking at it now, there's like stuff for like different types of instruments. They do like cymbal bags. Uh, they do trumpet bags. If you ever need a trumpet bag, they've got three options available. Um, and I think for different types of woodwind, clarinet, flute, and saxophone. So there you go. Thanks. Thanks. Just that. letting you know. You know, if you have, if you're, <sighs> you're thinking I need a double guitar bag, but also I've got that flute knocking around. Well, fifty nine ninety five reunion blues will sort you out. You can pad your flute. Indeed. Um. Good. Sli- Thank sli- you for that. Yeah. Uh. So uh, one other thing that I saw that I really liked the look of. Uh, and I don't think we have had a chance. Sorry, am I not talking into the mic? Oh, no, that's fine. I'll just adjust your volume when you don't. Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay. So can I just come back here then? Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah? Sure, yeah, okay. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I saw that I really liked 
uh, was the Ranger FX Drone oh, Ranger. I forgot about this, and you showed me this. This yeah. was exciting. Yeah, so this came across. I came across this because I uh, was talking to the people at Northern Stomp Boxes, which is a shop that I uh, was not familiar with before. Uh, but Mark went, did hit that thing where he goes like, yeah, of course, how did you not know them? Yeah, There's yeah, so yeah. much stuff in, in uh, the North that is marketed as you sound Northern. Northern. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. I was about to say you sound like... You're about to say something really, I don't know, rude. What? Oh no, I love the north. I just meant, I just meant, you know, I don't. I think, love the north. I yeah. do love the north. I lo- it's the only place that people come and watch my band. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, you know, I, no one, no one's ever. That's, that's more damning than is, anything else you yeah. could have said. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that as I said it. So yeah. anyway, moving, <laughs> yeah, moving sorry, swiftly sorry, yes, on. Move on uh, yeah. The uh, the Ranger Effects Drone Ranger, which first of all is an absolutely fantastic name. Yeah. Um, is a uh, essentially. It's a delay pedal uh, based off of the Echo X, which is obviously a pedal that we have spoken a lot about. Uh, Came pretty high up in gear of the year two or three years ago. Yes. Uh, Really, really fantastic sounding bonkers delay pedal. Uh, But what this is, is it is a, um, a delay pedal with two drones built into it. And uh, so the delay can function uh, by itself, can function completely autonomously without the drones, or you can switch the drones in. And what's cool about the drones is you've got two tunable drones. So the so the rotary control is is pitch. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Oh, so there's yes. two there's two Perfect. two independent drones on there. One you can choose any note all the way from A all the way around to G sharp a flat uh i think h is the last yeah 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 h h square yeah yeah that's the one h square um h actually is it h i think h actually is a a note a note in germany b flat is h uh yeah i think you're right yeah i think it's that uh anyway um I've totally lost the train of thought there. There's two tunable drones. So one, you can choose any note. The other, you have only got a handful of selections of what note you can do. But the the drones run completely independent of the delay. Uh, There's also a... Oh my God, H is a note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's B. It's B flat, isn't it? B, apparently. I think it's B flat. Uh, Well, I'm looking on Wikipedia now and it says Also known as Psi or Thai or in some European countries. H. There you go. Yeah, yeah see? It's I, the seventh note. Seventh, seventh, hope, seventh note. What are you trying to do? I don't know. I was, I was trying to do a spoonerism, but I just completely pulled it up. Okay, good. Uh, so anyway, the other cool thing with this pedal is you've got a interfere button. So one of the foot switches, what that does is you can change what the interfere button does. Right. So you can have it pitch up. You can uh, switch. I think you can switch between the two drones. The other thing with this is it looks amazing. It's in this completely bonkers shaped yeah. uh, enclosure. Of course, as as with all yeah, range it's just, stuff. But like, this just goes so so. It's one, two, three, four, five. So it's five sided, but <laughs> the 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 top is a is a different size to the bottom plate, so it goes outward. I, it's just mad. It's completely mad. The only thing that I do think is a little bit weird about this is it doesn't have an input for the Igor. Oh right, uh, that's yeah. strange. So so what's the Igor for people? Who the, so the Igor is uh, Ranger's proprietary um, pressure sensitive. Uh, expression. expression control mm. um, and uh, to my knowledge you can actually use it with 
basically anything. I don't think yeah. you can only use it with um, well anything that could ranges, take a mini jack. But input, it does only yeah. have mini jack. I wonder right. if it would work. I'd wonder. Yeah, as, uh, sure. if you I used, assume. we could have done with one of those yesterday, couldn't we? we Joe could've. took a katana to uh, <laughs> so that people could play guitars uh, silently and brought some headphones, but didn't check and uh, yeah, did need a headphone adapter. Well, most headphones are small jack. No, not anymore. Uh, not for professional not for use. There are a few possible reasons for B being known as H. It might stand for heart, German for hard, or it could have just been a mistake in early sheet music owing to the fact that the B flat symbol, the weird B thing, looks a bit like a B. Does it say that on Wikipedia, the weird B thing? Yeah, well, I said that. The sharp symbol looks like a sort of, you know, noughts and crosses, looks a bit like an H. Well, there we go. So there you go. It so could. it's B flat sharp. Well, Pat sharp. Yeah, Pat sharp. Uh, but yeah, so I was really into that. I thought it sounded. I I I thought it looked really really good. I didn't try it again, as I say, because it's not just conducive to that. Uh, oh, sorry, seven sided. The the enclosure seven sided, not wow. five. I wasn't counting correctly. Seven sides. It's bonkers. Very cool. Not going to fit on heptagram. a pedagram conventionally. Not but... heptagram. Heptagon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they all have seven sides? Top, underneath, bottom, back, front, left, right. Is that six? That's six. Okay. Where's the extra side coming from? It's on the side. How's it got an extra side? It's on the side. They're all sides. Yeah, but this one's technically on the side. This one's on the actual side. Weird, it's well, in, as it's wonderful as the top uh, and the side. I need to look at a picture. Yeah, as yeah, wonderful as this, uh, as this conversation is, we're actually up to time on this week's uh, episode of the Gajanas Surely podcast. not. Yeah, surely we are. And uh, thank goodness. And we uh, we, we actually, we, there's loads of other things to talk about. We haven't spoken about our favourite amps uh, from the show. Uh, we've only just started talking about pedals and there's definitely loads more guitars. And we want to talk about all the Halloween stuff. Yamaha and, uh, Super Combinator 800. And we want to talk about your new guitar. So we're going to go over and do that on the uh, on the Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can support the podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free, and early $5 gets you the Patreon Ooh, episode and more. Spooky. Yes, Jay, stop moving my script away from spooky. me. Spooky. And $10 makes you an executive producer. Gets your name sung yeah. in this rather spooky Halloween special song that you will hear at the end of the episode. Anyway, you can follow us. Is on it all the that. Adams family? I've, you should have done that. Da, 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 da. Should I tell you what? Da, 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 I haven't da, da. recorded it yet, da, 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 so I really hope da, 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 I can da, da, find da, 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 some spooky music now. Otherwise, I'm going to have to put like an apology. You could just, you could, you could just be like. I don't know. You could just read out everyone's name to the tune of the album. Just do what you normally do. Put some sort of like Venga Boys backing track, but go spooky over it instead. Is that what you do, Venga Boys? I literally haven't listened to, I haven't heard a single one. No, I do a different theme each week. I did like a sort of, sort of like 50s, 50? I did like a sort of, sort of, you know, that sort of, oh, like, sort of thing, you know. <laughs> not that, like, 50s at all. Great Gatsby yeah. sort of, you know, that sort of thing. That sort of thing. I did that last right. week. The, the couple of weeks before that, I've been doing like romantic ballads. I got quite into that for a while. They were quite fun trying to build the harmonies. Um, you know, so I enjoyed that. And before that, I was going for sort of like feel good stuff. I was like Black Eyed Peas style feel good. You know, I was, uh, it was like party music. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. But so I don't know. Well, obviously, I do know this week's going to be uh, themed. No, I can't do that. Copyright reasons. I don't think we can even say that. You should go like. 
Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Guitar Nerds. You can join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. That's it for us this week. We'll be continuing over on our Patreon episode for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, Ken. Bye. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.